amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Ah, there we go. <laughs> Good morning, team. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys Yo, doing? I want to tell everybody, Dr. Whitfield was with me from the beginning. Okay? That's it. That's it. He was there when, like, you know, I just started out and everything, sharing his knowledge and now he's about to become like governor of Louisiana uh, or something like that. No ma'am. No ma'am. No ma'am. Just just proud father, proud father, and great husband. That's all that's my title. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And and congratulations on all of that. Your daughter is Thank so you. beautiful now. Thank I'm you. so happy for your wife and just your whole family just blossoming. It's great. It's great. Thank you. Well, that's amazing. Look, I'm I'm just I'm honored to be on with Havel. Like I read her story, like wow, wow. I'm with the, a, a major, major contributor to uh, improving the health of those around the country. So thank you for all that you're doing. And of course, Joy Keys, come on, you the woman. You know what it is. You do it all day. You do it no, all day. No, 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 no. <laughs> you know what it is. Well, I want to say good morning to everybody who's out there who's waving at us. My name is Joy Keys. I'm the host of Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys. It's a podcast. This morning we're doing uh, Instagram chat, but uh, in the future it'll be on the podcast. You can listen on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, Google. The audio will be there and you can listen and share with friends to learn more about strokes. Um, I'm on Twitter at Joy Keys. I'm also on Facebook, Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys. Um, and you can email me. My email is SaturdaysWithJoyKeys at Hotmail.com. And Dr. Whitfield, Dr. Ronnie Whitfield, uh, like I said, soon to be mayor, but anyway, or governor. Did I say that? I'm sorry. <laughs> um, tell, tell them where they can reach you, um, Dr. Whitfield, on social media. Uh, I'm at The Hip Hop Doc, not The, The Hip Hop Doc, T-H-A Hip Hop Doc, best way to catch me. Uh, and I'm, I'm pretty, pretty, pretty busy on social media. So I got a three-year-old or and a sixteen-year-old about to be seventeen. So I'm posting them, and of course, my lovely wife all the time. So. <laughs> and Hybel, can you tell them where they can reach you on social media? Yes, on all platforms. It's Heart Sisters. That's S I S T A S. So I just want to make a heart connection, and we have to come to a place of knowing so we can do better. We need to live better. <laughs> Thank you guys both for joining me um, to talk about this important issue. Uh, this is Stroke Awareness Month. Yes. And as we know, as African-Americans, many of us suffer with strokes more than other ethnicities. And I'm going to um, talk to Dr. Whitfield first. Why is that? Why are African-Americans suffering with strokes more than others? So, Joy, you, we've, and we've talked about this before. Hypertension is the number factor for heart disease. So African Americans have the highest hypertension in the world. Here, what I the country, not state in the world. So, with high rates of hypertension, and there's multiple reasons why we have that problem. This truly increases our risk of having a heart attack and a stroke. And so, we've got to find ways to better control our blood pressure, our diabetes, 
of eating better, exercising, uh, smoking, the single most preventable modifiable risk factor for, for, for death in our country. We've got to stop smoking. So there's a lot of things that we have to do, but it's, it's, it's platforms like yours that allow us to get that message out. So, um, again, controlling blood pressure, controlling our diabetes, um, and, of course, seeing the doctor on a regular basis. Uh, the COVID pandemic really, really exposed the weaknesses in the fire of the American healthcare system. Not that we don't have the technology to take care of patients, but there are truly still disparities in healthcare. And so yes. Africans tend to have higher higher rates of obesity and diabetes, hypertension, chronic kidney disease. And I saw it a lot in my office. Unfortunately, because of the pandemic, many folks did not go to the doctor for yes. fear. Dr. Whitfield, Dr. Whitfield, I want to slow you down a little bit. Yeah. Because I do want to tell you that some people don't know what is a stroke. Oh, well, let's get So let's tell them first, what is a stroke? Yeah. What does that mean? So when we have blood flow to all parts of the body, our heart pumps that blood to the legs, to the arms, but particularly to the brain and to itself. So if there's decreased blood flow to the brain, and that could be from a blockage in an artery or it could be from a ruptured artery where there's no blood flow, but most commonly see blocked arteries. That means you don't have enough blood flow to the brain. If that's greater than 24 hours, that part of the brain dies, and that's what's defined as a stroke. Wow. And Hyvel, she is a survivor, everybody of multiple situations. Um, Hybel, when you had a stroke, where were you? I was actually at work and it was a culmination of stuff. You know, we talk about the fact that people do not know. You know, I had all the warning signs and to tell you the truth, I had them for years. And knowing now what I know of, you know, researching the whole pepper of diabetes, hypertension, our lifestyle, I can pinpoint the small areas that my body was telling me I need help. And as women, we just take a call, we take stuff, and we carry on. But there was, I was at work a regular day on a computer, and I started talking, and I started talking nonsense. I started seeing numbers and people talking mm -hmm. to me. Yes. And I'm like, yes. something's wrong, and I had a major headache. And I went home, and I woke up. My daughter woke me up, and the sad thing was, she noticed some signs, but I was too busy. I had to go to, you know, I had, I had to go to school. I was in college at that point, burning everything except taking care of myself. I'm here cooking food, and my son needs to go to soccer practice. My legs started to droop. Wow. wow. Hi, Belle. I'm going to I'm going to stop you here. I'm going to go back to Dr. Whitfield. She's mentioning some symptoms. She was talking nonsense. Her leg was going limp. Tell us some symptoms so when people are around others that may be having a stroke, they can kind of recognize that. So she, a constellation of symptoms, but we, we focus on a, a, a three particular warning signs, face, arm, speech. So you can have numbness and tingling in the face and the arms. You can have speech difficulties, garbled speech, jumbled speech, inability to talk. And you think you're saying something or at least, you, you know, you're communicating, but the folks can't understand you. Right, right. And so in, in that instance where you have issues with your face, drooping of the face, arm numbness and weakness and tingling, uh, speech difficulties, it is T, time to call 911. There's a window of time that if you can get to the hospital, there are medi clot-busting medications that can be administered that can reverse the, the effects of a stroke. So again, if you recognize those warning signs, I've had patients go lay down, go call a parent, take some medicine and think that it's going to go away. A severe headache, 
These are all warning signs, things that come on quickly and abruptly. You've got to get to the hospital quickly. So you don't drive yourself. You call 911 so they can do things. How long do you think you have? Is it like a half an hour? Is it 60 minutes? We say three We say three hours, but it just depends on how soon you recognize those symptoms and how quickly you get to the hospital. So, again, there's no time to waste. As soon as you notice or someone notices those signs or symptoms, call 911. Don't drive yourself because it takes a long time to get through the emergency room. Call 911 and they'll get you to the ER and they can administer some medicines because they're talking with the hospital as they're driving in there. They can administer some medicines in the ambulance that could save your life. Did this happen to you, Havel, when you finally went? Were people um, stuff in the ambulance or did they wait to you Actually, I refused to go. They called 911 and I refused to go because I had things to do. <laughs> that's, not, that's, that's a sad reality. Not uncommon. Not uncommon. I was yeah, an actress. Normally, I would think that would be a guy. Like, oh, I'm fine. You know, don't worry about it. I'm, I'm on nothing. It's just a, a, a agenda or something. I don't know. You're a woman and you're saying it's fine. Normally, women are ones going to the hospital or getting checked up and stuff. No, and that's my platform. You know, we are caretakers, but if we can't take care of ourselves, and I've learned that the hard lesson. You know, I can't take care of my children and my husband, and I was taking care of everything except myself. My blood pressure was actually 192 over 100, and I refused to go to the hospital because wow. I had to get stuff together to make sure my family was okay. And not until my husband came home that he told me, we're going to have to go. Okay. Now, does anyone else, has anyone in your family had strokes? Have you ever seen someone had a stroke? Were you aware of these signs that Dr. Whitfield was mentioning? That's a major stigma in the black community also. You know, our grandmother may be sick. My mother has had um, diabetes for years. And that is nothing we ever talked about or conversation. You know, a family member may die. We go to the repast. There's no conversation. She died of sugar. Right. But there's no communication of the stuff that we can change, which is lifestyle. It's not hereditary. It's not genetic. It's mostly behavioral changes that needs to be adopted in our community. Now, Dr. Whiff, I just want you to mention again, you were talking about it earlier, preventative things that people can do for it's not to have a stroke. What are those things again? Because that's really important. So Havel hit it, hit the, the the nail on the head. There are there are risk factors, Joy, that are modifiable things we can change, but there are things that we can't change. Can't change my family history. Can't change the, uh, my age, but I can control my blood sugar. I can't take my medication for diabetes. I can't exercise. I can't stop smoking. I can't control my blood pressure. I can't control my cholesterol. But how do you do all those things if you're not aware of the symptoms, signs of diabetes, heart disease, stroke? And you're not going to the doctor, you're not going to know. If you're not tuning into Joy Keys on Saturday mornings to learn about these things, you're not going to know how to control your diabetes, your blood pressure, your risk factors for stroke. So, again, they're the modifiable risk factors, things we can control. But there are things that we can't control. Our family history is important. Of course, uh, uh, your age, you can't control because a lot of these things tend to happen as we get older. But we can control our blood sugar, blood pressure, and diabetes. We can't exercise. We can't eat healthy. We can lose weight, and we can stop smoking. Now, Havel, after you had the stroke, what was the recovery process? Oh, wait, you know what? Oh, my God, I have something here. What is this that I have? I have something here. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Whoa. I don't have a copy, though, Joy. I don't have a copy. Uh, uh, look, sign copy, Janelle's new book, okay? You can be a winner, all right? Somebody can be a winner. Email me. What was her first album name? Oh, wow. You can be a winner. 
Wow. I'm going to have some other giveaways, but this is the first one. Sign copy, okay? Wow. So, um, back to you, Hybel. Now, what happened after? You got to the hospital, they gave some medicine. What happened after? Well, I went to the hospital and everything changed. Because the lights went off, the you know ambulance, the ER, the doctors, like 15 doctors or emergency personnel rushed into the room. And I got silent because my world was about to change. Yeah. And I was so used to being in control. And folk takes away your control. It actually makes you silent. And I had to learn the basic stuff, you know, buttoning it a deeper, going to the bathroom, the basic stuff that we take for granted. You know, yeah. we think of women, especially black women, you know, we are powerful, we're strong, and we can adapt. But there's a vulnerability that you learn going through a stroke, and I call it my blessing, because I learned to be okay with asking for help. Uh, I just want to carry my husband. That's very hard. That's very hard, you know, because, one, we want to be the strong black woman. You know what I mean? We want to take care of everybody like you were mentioning. But that is also negative because we can't always be strong. We're human. You know, we can we have to admit that sometimes we need help or assistance. And that is what you were talking about earlier, that you were like doing everything, not asking for help. And now here you are. It is a very humbling experience. Um, I want to give a shout out to the American Heart Association because they are the ones that hooked me up with Dr. Whitfield and Highbell. Thank you so much, uh, Darcy um, uh, Wallace uh, out there. Thank you very much for, for hooking us up. Um, Dr. Uh, Whitfield, come back to you. Tell us a little bit about uh, what happens in terms of diagnostically. What tests are they doing to know that it was a stroke and how severe it is? So once you get in, they're going to do, uh, of course, a great history. 80% of our diagnosis is made by history. With Havel, it would have been pretty easy to figure out, hey, something's going on neurologically, and they would have done a CT scan. And so one CT scan, there's interventions that can be done. There's medicines that can be administered through the IV. There's, 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 there's tools that we can use that can go in and remove clots. So, again, the key is time, time to call 911, get to the hospital. Joy, if you don't mind, I want to go back to one quick point about okay. women. The greatest thing God made was a woman. But our women have faults because they are so busy taking care of us that they don't take care of themselves. And so yeah. there are big issues that women face, especially when it comes to high blood pressure throughout their lifetime. Managing stress is huge. And so we've got to make sure that our women are paying attention to their health, just like, you know, the men don't as well. But yeah. particularly men, because that the, 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 any of the side effects that you have from stroke, if you get to the hospital within that window of time that we talked about, um, you can reverse almost everything. The speech can improve. Weakness improve. So again, that three work up. Oh, you were you were jumping in and out. Just repeat the last uh, couple sentences for a second. You you were ju jumping in and out there. Okay, I don't know my reception, but just the basic point is that we've got that short window of time to get into the hospital. So as soon as those signs are recognized, I can't emphasize enough. Do not walk into the emergency room or drive yourself. Call nine one one because they're communicating with the hospital and their medications and things that could be done prior to your arrival. Now, Dr. Whitfield, how often should people be going to the doctor in general? You know, we have checkups, annual checkups that people are supposed to get. Right. Uh, should they go more often depending on, of course, you know, uh, the, the different illnesses they might have? Exactly. exactly. So it, annually for those that have no problems, but at least if you're diabetic, you're going to be seen three to four times a year depending on your diabetic control. 
hypertension patients at least once or twice a year. Uh, so it's all individually tailored. But again, that's where the key relationship with your, your, your provider comes in and you communicate it. Now with electronic records, I could be watching a basketball game at home and getting messages through uh, my phone about a patient having an issue or not. So mm-hmm. it's so reasons not to uh, be taking better care of ourselves, but many of us are not plugged into. And again, if you if you're not comfortable with your doctor and don't have a great relationship, find somebody you're comfortable with. You know, you, that's your right, that's your privilege. If you're blessed enough to have insurance and can see different providers, if you're not getting what you need from provider one, go to provider two. Yeah, that's very difficult. You know, because people think of doctors as gods, and sometimes doctors, no offense, think of themselves as gods. And with African-Americans, our symptoms are dismissed. Many a times our pain is dismissed. I mean, there are journal articles on that all the time of dismissing African-Americans' pain and symptoms and not believing, uh, unfortunately. But uh, that's why I like to have African-American practitioners on. The knowledge that is out there and the choice that people have if they don't like their physician, or even if you're going for therapy, physical therapy, whatever it is, you can change. And you are paying these people. They work for you. It's like a politician. They work for you. Okay? Hi, Belle. Do you mind me asking, um, are, are you on any kind of medication now to help you not have a stroke again? Well, what I do is, first thing was I had to learn. And what we have to do, you know, information is there. Um, American Heart and American Stroke Society, they have platforms. Well, if we know that we have family history, we need to do the work. Because I feel like I'm an advocate for myself. And it's so important that you start the conversation. And your doctors have a small window to see you. So if you go there with questions, because I didn't know. I had to arm myself with the knowledge of asking, hey, what's, what's you know, your systolic? What's diastolic? You know? what's an A1C number? What's your cholesterol number? Because every time I see a person, hey, what's your numbers? Because you need to be looking beautiful on the outside. Because I thought of myself as big, black, and fabulous. But inside, I was dying. Now, she mentioned some things, Dr. Whitfield. A1C, Dr. Alec, can you talk to the audience and tell us what that means, what those things are? So firstly, Havel, you're on, on all over it this morning. You got to bring a notebook in with you. I want to know who you saw before me, if you saw your cardiologist the day before, if you saw your neurologist last week. And then you need to know your A1C. Your A1C is your average blood sugar for three months. So you don't just get a fasting blood sugar. That's not going to tell you everything you need to know about diabetes. But a hemoglobin A1C will give you your average blood sugar for three months. So that's You can't important. cheat that, people. Don't think the week before, stop eating sugar. <laughs> And they will go in there and the doctor thinks I'm clean and healthy and everything like that. Uh, 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 uh. That thing looks way back. <laughs> you want to know your cholesterols. There's three types. The HDL, you're good. Your LDL, you're what I, I call them the good, bad, and ugly. HDL, triglycerides, and LDL. And so you want cholesterols. You want to know those. You want to know your blood pressure at each visit. Uh, they say some doctors' uh, recommendations of blood pressure checks once a year. I do a blood pressure every time a patient walks in my office. I have a high number of African-American patients. It's a high risk factor in our population. Why am I not checking it each time they walk in the door? Um, cholesterol A1C. There's other numbers, too. A, uh, uh, um, microalbumin if you have diabetes. But, again, I think the, the key is, and Havel's doing it, having the questions ready for your doctor. You may not be able to get everything addressed in one visit, but that's why you have more than one visit. And yeah. so and with electronic medical records, you can email your doctor. A lot of times, some of those same questions. I've literally had a 
five-page, you know, response to a patient. But I was at home convening on the weekend. I just answered all their questions. So there are things that you can well, do. you're a nice doctor. You know, some people wait till Monday. But wait a second. I got something else here. Uh-oh. <laughs> a lot of holes this morning, Joy. You got it going on. Another book. <laughs> Viola Davis. Oh, yeah. New book. New memoir. Signed copy. Okay? Amazing. In order to win a signed copy, okay, what was the last movie she was in? Mm. I can't say the answers, right? I'm, I can't give it away. No, okay. You cannot. So, Bill, I'm trying to win something. <laughs> now, I'm going to tell you a, a, a secret, though. I have two other books, two other Viola copies. They're not signed. So the first three people who send me that answer of the of her the movie, you can win the book. And one person will win the signed copy. Okay? Awesome. And now, everybody, where are you sending your answers? Saturdays with Joy Keys at Hotmail.com. Follow Joy. Follow Joy. <laughs> um, I also put it on social media, uh, at Joy Keys on Twitter, Saturdays with Joy Keys on Instagram. And Saturday mornings with Joy Keys on Facebook. But uh, those are two books. I might have one more because we only got about five more minutes left. I have another show I have to run into. <laughs> but um, Hydell, now we're talking about the family. Your husband came in and told you we got to go. What can family and friends do after the fact? You know, support. How can they not be overbearing? What, what do you suggest? It's so important, you know, when somebody gets sick. It's not only that one person suffers, so we have to treat it as a collective. Everybody needs to involve. You know, I started changing the way we cook. You know, I got my son in the kitchen. His vegetables and poisons to be corn, but now we're eating broccoli, we're eating spinach, we're eating carrots, and more yeah. vegetables. So it takes the whole family, even going to the meetings. That's if you've been diagnosed newly of diabetes. Your clock starts. You have a warning sign. In some cases, you don't get to have a warning sign. You have a stroke, you will die of, you know, if you have diabetes, you're mm -hmm. more than four times likely to have a stroke experience a heart attack. Can I say that again? Yes. You are more likely to experience a stroke and a heart attack. If there is not a collaborative with your doctor, with your household, and a gut check with self, because I had to come to that realization, I wanted to live. And I started learning about no diabetes by heart, the American heart, researching about how do I fight diabetes. I was yeah. diagnosed with diabetes. My mother also has it, but I never took the opportunity. You know, the, the question talking about these issues, we don't want to talk about them. We're scared, maybe. We're nervous. Like you said, we might have seen a sign. And then there are times where people don't see any signs at all, and that's the importance of going to their uh, primary care physician on a regular basis. And like I said, and like Dr. Winfield said, if you don't like that person, if you feel like the answers aren't the ones you want to hear, uh, yeah. you find somebody else, hopefully. And if you're having a problem and you don't have health insurance, many states have free health clinics around the country, free health clinics, and at least you can get some basic information so you can have a foundation of like, this is where I am. This is my baseline. Um, this is where I need to go from here. Um, and, and Dr. Whitfield, uh, what can you talk about FAST? Yes, we got to get that in. Yes. Arm speech time. It's uh, actually, I did a song with, a, with my little brother D1 through the American Heart Association. It's called a fast song. Yep. Fake grouping, 
arm weakness, speech difficulty, time to call 911. Those are the three major warning signs of stroke, but there could be other things. Severe headache of no known causes comes out of blue. Numbers and tick, not just in the lower uh, upper extremities, but the lower extremities as well. Anything that comes on abruptly that you can't explain, it is time to call 911. Get to the hospital. I'd rather you come prematurely and nothing be wrong than for you to miss it and have. But Dr. Whitfield, it's going to cost me 100 bucks if I go into the emergency room. It's going to cost you 100 bucks, but it might cost you millions of dollars over the lifetime. If you're living with a disability, stroke is one of the leading causes of disability in the United States. Yeah. So if you can take care, I'd rather pay $1,000 than millions of dollars and lose my quality of life. Now, you know, what's the difference between a stroke and an aneurysm? So a stroke, can, an aneurysm can cause a stroke. You could be living with an aneurysm right now. You, I, or Havel could have an aneurysm right now. But when an aneurysm ruptures, especially if it's in the brain, because an aneurysm can happen in any artery in the body, but if it happens in the brain, you're going to have a stroke. That's called a hemorrhagic stroke. And so those are treated a little bit differently than the non-hemorrhagic or the blockages in the blood vessels. Over 80% of the strokes that we see, probably 90%, are going to be caused from blockages of the arteries by those cholesterol, those plaque formations from poor diet, lack of exercise, obesity. But we do have aneurysms, which are bubblings or stretchings or out pockets of the blood vessels. They can rupture under high pressure. And when they rupture, they bleed aggressively, and they're sometimes very, very hard to treat. And most of those folks will have some post-stroke issues, weakness on one side permanently, that type of thing. And Joy, I see it every day. The disability from stroke is not only debilitating, but it's sad. It's the caregivers that Havel was mentioning, how the family has to respond yeah. to deal with that. And that's a stressful situation. So you're not talking about somebody dying from a stroke, it's living with the stroke and how the families are impacted as well. Now, Havel, um, again, let's talk about, we have a couple minutes. Um, where can people go to get help from the American Heart Association, American Stroke Association? What, where can they go online uh, in terms of support groups? Um, do they offer any financial assistance? Tell us about their support uh, options there. Well, I would say the best thing to go is to org. The American Heart Society has also information. But it's so important because I felt like every time I went to get some news or information, I was the only black person in the room. That's wow. why I formed my organization because we have to alert our communities. You go into the communities and you look at the check sodas, the rich sodas, and the information is not there. So I make it as a teachable moment. There are options. So if you've been diagnosed or dealing with something, the good news is today is an opportunity to search out and seek out help. Because tomorrow is gone, but today and tomorrow you want to live. And I felt like I wanted to live. So I found out everything. I locked on with the American Heart Society and also with No Diabetes by Heart because diabetes is a culprit. It is a culprit that runs rampant in our families. Yeah. It can be controlled and it can be eradicated, type 2 that is, by lifestyle changes. And I am a testimony that I want to live, so I made the changes. Granted, it wasn't, it was difficult, but I am so worth it. I had a stroke when my child was five years old. I, I want to let you know, um, the key thing I thought there is today. Today. Mm -hmm. Today, this is the moment. This is the time. Whatever you're thinking, oh, I'm going to get to it tomorrow. You may not be here tomorrow. Oh, I'm going to wait till later this afternoon. No, now is the time. If you are experiencing any of these issues that you might have heard the doctor or Bell talking about, or any of the shows that you might have, don't hesitate. Do not hesitate. You are worth it. And again, back to the strong black woman. We can't carry everything. Ask for help. Ask for assistance. Even if it was something small, you need somebody to drive and cook 
well, maybe you and another mother can share cooking meals one time. That's maybe right. you and somebody else community. in the community. Yeah, community. Joy, there's, there's you a there's and a somebody spot. else can there's clean the front yard, get the kids out there because that's exercise for them as well. Don't hold everything on your shoulders. I got one more thing. Joy, while you're doing it, there's a song by a rapper called, uh, it's by Royce the Five Nine, it's called Check on Your Strong Friend. And we just mm -hmm. had Putin commit suicide here in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And so we've got to get away from thinking, oh, Joy's cool, she can handle it, she can check on your friends. So that person is always smiling, always going. Every now and then, ask them if they're okay, whether it be stroke, heart attack, diabetes, suicide, depression. Yeah. We've got to check on that strong friend. Definitely, definitely. All right, so this is the last thing. Parao! Taraji P. Henson. Oh, yeah. Copy, okay, of her book. Uh, what was the first movie Sidney Poitier played in? Oh, I got that one. God, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> at Hotmail.com is where are you going to send your answer? I got three copies of Viola's book. I got one copy of Janelle. The answers need to be sent to Saturdays with joykeys at hotmail.com. I want to thank you, Dr. Winfield. Very nice to see you. Thank you, guys. family, your wife, your mother. I see a picture of everybody. And Havel, thank you so much for joining. And God bless you because you definitely are a fighter. You are an example of what we want to be when we face adversity, you know? Uh, you dove right into it, so, sought out information, and now you're sharing with others so that they won't have to go through what you went through. That's great. Uh, again, everybody, Saturday mornings with Joy Keys on uh, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Amazon, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, and Blog Talk Radio. This audio will be up tomorrow on Blog Talk Radio, so you can listen uh, anywhere you get your podcast. Um, and again, Saturdays with Joy Keys at Hotmail.com is my email. Dr. Whitfield, where can they reach you again? At the hip hop doc, the letter F stands for face. If one half droops, no time to waste. Let's get each other. <laughs> All right. And hi, Bell, tell them again just where they can uh, be. You can catch me outside, but heart sisters, that's H E A R T S I S T A S. Let's get hot and healthier together. Follow Havel. Follow Havel. <laughs> follow Havel. All right, you guys. Nice to see you. Thank you so much. I got to go do another show. All right. Great one. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you thank for you. doing that. Bye-bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.